Hey world, I'm Sherry, but people call me Switz. I played Division One collegiate basketball and played professionally in Switzerland and Romania. After playing ball, I moved to Brooklyn and met fashion designer Kimbali at a New York City party. And the rest is history. We are giving dope individuals a platform to share their journey and connect shared passions around the globe. Welcome to the Kimbali Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the Kembali podcast. This is a show dedicated to elevate dope individuals, share the journey they have been on, and connect people around the world with shared passions. I am your girl, Switz, and today we have Jay Bam, as he's finally known on social media. He's my guy now, so I just call him Jay. Jay here is an entrepreneur, investor, and currently his baby is he co-owns a video game museum out in Jersey. So basically, you get to play games all day? All day. Living this a dream. is it. This is a true a story. Oh, well, the, the great thing about this show is that it's going to be all about your journey, your path. And right away, I, I just want to get into it. Like, where are you from? How did the path end up here? Just walk me through. Walk me through that story. Wow. All right. Um, I mean, in a nutshell, I just own way too much stuff. We'll start there. <laughs> if, so right, you're on hoarders at some point. Oh, yeah, oh, big time, big time. The only, you know, I've heard that line from many people. The only difference between me and a hoarder is like, instead of like a stack of newspapers, it's a stack of video games. And at some point those video games got really expensive. So like, that's, that's the only difference, you know? Um, how did I start in it though? Um, it, this, this all came from a pure place. You know, I, I remember I was like 20 years old and I was walking down St. Mark street in, in New York which was like my favorite neighborhood. I love being down there. Lower there East like Side is where it's low, at. That's the soul East. of New York City. Yes, yes, it is. Um, so we were walking in and I was like going past the repair shop and I saw a little Nintendo NES in a window and I go, man, I really, I really want that back in my life. And then it really snowballed from there. Let's just start that. That one $20 purchase turned into like, a quarter of a million dollar collection. <laughs> oh my, so how old were you when that happened? Like, have you always I, been playing video games? Like since you were a kid, did this happen later on? Like where did this passion even start? So I, I think we're at that, that age, you know, we're in that demographic now where gaming was in our homes, you know, prior to us even getting there. Right. You know, you know, we're, we're the Nintendo, super Nintendo era. Um, so, you know, I, I grew up with my sister's Atari 2600 in my house. You know, and then my first console was the Nintendo NES. So it wasn't a thing. It was just, you know, it was, it was just our life. And um, I, I remember like all Americans would, you know, you go out with the old, you go in with the new and you get rid of your old stuff and you, you know, you get, you get the new stuff. And then that, when I was 20 years old, I had that moment, that epiphany, like, wow. But that stuff when I was a kid was so, so much more fun, you know? And so I, I started by, you know, getting that console um, then I started trying to find the games that I used to have as a kid and then it snowballed into, um, I never had that. I always wanted that. Then it turned into, I never heard of this. I must have this. Then it turned into, I want it all. Then it turned into my house is full of video games. So I better start doing something epic to prove that I'm not totally crazy with it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like I just had to like validate the insanity. So that's where the the crazy journey started with with the gaming, um, you know, the social media aspect of it. You know, that didn't start until about five years ago. I never had social media. 
Um, oh. I did. Well, oh, I mean, because yeah. you were surrounded by a bunch of video games in your apartment, right? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> You're like, but, I you can't know, put this uh, out there that, uh, you know, I'm doing this right now. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. It's like, yeah, I need to hide this. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, by the way, that's my dog, Taco. If you hear oh. him barking, oh, you know Taco. <laughs> I love ta- For anyone that doesn't know Taco, uh, you should follow Taco, uh, the most beautiful little baby mini dachshund. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to probably puppy nap at some point, but I'm sorry. Please do. Please do. Continue. (laughs) So you're surrounded by video games. Um, You said that started in your 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Like slowly, you know, it was, it was a, it was a progression into insanity. Yeah. Well, how did you realize like this can actually turn into something like did, did the social media come first and then you realized it was a business or did, was it a business? And you're like, now I need to put social media into this to grow it. The way the beautiful part of this aspect of my life was it's it's been pure, right? I got onto social media because I just I'm an extrovert by nature, right? And you know I have a lot of a lot of people in my life, so that's why I didn't ever feel the need to have social media. I I could walk in anywhere and I know hundreds of people because I have this mouth on me and I use it, <laughs> you know. Um, but I but I, what I didn't have were human beings in my life that felt the same way about this particular part of part of my life. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to connect. And when I started connecting with other people, it got really addictive to continue to connect with people. So I, so I just started doing things for pure passion. I would bring a video game out with me, you know, I'd be in the middle of Manhattan and I just be like, yeah, you remember this? And then I just catch that candid moment, you know, or, you know, or I would like, put this like video game completely placed in the perfect subject matter on the street, you know, and I'd have this great shot. And I was like, man, that's, that's, that's cool. Now I really want to have fun. So then I buy buy an AC converter and I buy You know, I have a car battery and I am running TVs on the street with vintage, <laughs> vintage televisions and video games. Just because fun, just, just out of just, pure passion, you were doing this just to do it, just to do it, just to do it. In fact, I can give you some really interesting, heartwarming, and some adult stories from those moments because they are unbelievable. Like, what's what's one like? Because since we're at this part in the journey of the story, where you really would just put like TVs on the street and let people come up and play, like, what's what's one that sticks out to you? Like, one of your top three memories with that? All right, top. I'm going to give you like the the one that almost get got me to cry. Um, I was down in Chelsea. Uh, actually, both stories were in Chelsea, which are hysterical. Um, I was down in Chelsea and I had a TV set up on a table. You know, I brought a fold up table. It's like two in the morning on a Tuesday. And uh, going I up got, on going a going Tuesday, up, going up on a <laughs> Tuesday, you know, and I had at one point I had like 50 or 60 people just surrounding my car, you know, parked on the street. Uh, and this homeless gentleman walked up and Mo, you know, obviously most people just kind of like parted like the Red Seas and but I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I wanted him to come and he, and I had a PlayStation one playing and out of nowhere, I, you know, I handed the controller, you know, and we start playing Mega Man X together. Uh, not the Mega Man, one, Mega Man, one of the Mega Man for PlayStation. And he started to cry. And I looked at him, I said, why are you crying? And he goes, the last time I had a home, I had a PlayStation one. Oh yeah. Right. And I didn't you know, know that we were going to cry on this show today. Yeah, I, you know. I wasn't prepared. I have some really great <laughs> eyeliner. Let me, you keep talking. Give me, me too. Me too. 
<laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my I, goodness. And then were there other people around like witnessing like this amazing, beautiful moment? Like how just playing a video game like, it, it evoked was so, so much emotion from someone? It, it was so late in the evening that it was an almost an exclusive experience. Wow. Uh, you know, so before you know it, now it's two tall boys sitting on a, on a curb and I'm drinking a beer with this guy and we're just having a human moment. Those are, those are, that's like the most extreme example of, of why this got so addictive. Thank you because for sharing. That's, that's it, actually it was, so beautiful. It, it really, it really was. And, and I realized that this, this form of media we've all had in our lives and it doesn't matter where you come from. doesn't matter who you are. The commonality, it's an instant starter. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, and where where would you say after having it go from the car and driving around was it um is was it next that elevated it? What you brought in so many swarms of people that you were like, hey, <coughs> I might have something here. No, once again, it was um, it turned into something else that was really good natured. So here's the well, let's just fast forward again because I want everyone to know the little girl is completely healthy and she is cancer free. We'll just start there, right? Good. Because no more, no more crying. Yeah, no more crying. So I just want to get that out of the way. But there was on, you know, I'm part of a small community on Instagram. You know, we're, there's not many collectors in the world that are, you know, of our level. So there's there's a few thousand of us throughout the world. And uh, one one of the collectors' uh, daughter was fighting liver cancer. And um, a lot of us, in our own way, tried very hard to raise money to help, you know, help that family out. I have, you know, good friends in the tattoo world and my friend Ray uh, owns Black Attic Tattoo up on Dykeman, up in Washington Heights. And I approached him. And I was like, hey, would you let me, um, I don't know, fill your entire place up with video games and vintage televisions and we invite as many people as possible and we charge a cover charge and, and when we sell stuff there and we just give this family a ton of money. And we did it. Uh, and in fact, our, in fact, our good friend, Lenny Emery, mm -hmm. um, you know, Lenny, you, yeah. I, I approached Lenny too, when that happened. And I said, Hey, Len, you know, I know we were talking about maybe vibing and doing some things together. Can, you know, I don't have many DJ friends. Do you mind DJing this? I, I know you're, you're doing your thing on a grand scale. But, and then Lenny came out and then all my, you know, you know, my friends and we ended up raising like five or 6,000, you know, in that range, you know, so, so that was that was when I was like, wow, you know, you really could put people in a room and do some profound stuff together. Wow. And shout out to yeah. Lenny, who's also yeah. part of the, you know, Kembali show in that yeah. family. Um, so, and you said this helped in everything that you raised, you put it towards the family. Yeah. Now just, the daughter's just, cancer free. Yeah. She had a liver transplant, liver transplant. She's, she's doing good. No rejections. And this is going back several years. So she's got wow. several years of clean health, you know, going I, I'm so happy for that family in particular. Um, but that, that was, once again, it starts from a pure place. If you're going to do anything in this world, you know, I feel like you should be really passionate about what you do. And yeah. that's where you really can make some stride. You know, you are the dance. embodiment of this right now, because we're talking yeah. about growing up, getting the gear, putting it in your house, putting it on the street, raising fundraisers yeah. for other people. I mean, this is probably years in the making and you still yeah. have not spoken a word about the <laughs> fact that this is your business now. It's crazy. So it sounds like you are going on, like you said, just following your passion and believing in what you enjoy will, you know, bring something to fruition for you. I feel like it's just like literally being a dog following his nose. 
right? Like that, that's the best example of how I'm, how, how I got to where I'm at. You know, I'm far from vastly successful. Like I don't want anyone to think that, you know, I've, I've made it to the peak and I'm at the top of the mountain, but what I am is a person who's just going on a journey. You're climbing you know, that mountain. I'm, 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 I'm climbing. I'm climbing. Maybe, maybe not so much this year. I did gain a little weight from COVID. Thank you. <laughs> cheers cheers to that that we oh, made it out like healthy cheers. though we're still here i'm talking mm. to, you know you and we're getting through <laughs> so walk me through the next steps right so we we've done all of these things that are just about this makes me happy i want to mm. go out and do this what's what happened after the fundraiser that you were able to to keep this video game passion going um all right so almost several months later you know obviously still doing the social media aspect, mm-hmm. drug going up the drive throughs No, I, I'd go to Dunkin' Donuts and hand someone a Super Nintendo. And before you know it, you know, they're holding it and I'm posting and tagging people all over the area. Um, but in between that, we did that. But then our, our friend Lenny Emery, uh, you know, was part of a group called Dope Roots. Um, and they were they were working with X Games. Yeah, it was X Games for that one. No, I'm sorry. That was Red Bull for that one. And they were doing a No Ends Brooklyn event. You know, ASAP Ferg was going to be there. It was a concert, mm-hmm. you know, and we, you know, Lenny and I were talking about how you really wanted to implement this proof of concept um, with me about where we were going to do this living, you know, video game museum experience, you know, and where it should be out in the public, mm-hmm. social, you know, with people. And uh, it would took every ounce of energy I had to put together. It's never been done before. You know, we're, I'm going to entertain a few thousand people now in Brooklyn. I live in North Jersey. I've got these highly valuable pieces and, you know, memorabilia, and I'm going to bring them out and I'm just going to go balls to the walls with it. And I'm going to see what happens. And I'm don't, you know, I'm going to worry about theft and I'm going to figure out how I got to get the, the look right. I got to put together a crew because there's no way one person can do it by themselves. Four days of preparation of like 16 hour days, getting the equipment together the longest weekend of my life where I loaded up a 25,000 pound truck with arcade machines, video game kiosks or the store displays, vintage televisions, which I know everyone forgot because we all flat screens now. They're still very heavy. Um, I was pulling out pallets out of like garbage piles. I, I, I was getting steel barrels so I could put TVs on. It was everything. I, I walked out of that event almost empty, but we did it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was I was at this concert in this dirty, dungy factory in Brooklyn, and it was perfect. The floor I was going to say that's out. That actually sounds amazing. That sounds it, so Brooklyn. The steel cans, old school TVs, and this mm-hmm. like big industrial space. That's so it was, Brooklyn. <laughs> it was really awesome. And the 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 thing that got me the most was well, actually, little Peep was there too, right? And this is one of his last shows he ever did. So there was actually wow. some profound, there was a profound experience there. You know, I got to, I got injected into this hip hop culture at one time, you know, it was really amazing. You know, and the floors were so dusty and it was so dirty in that place and the dust just got kicked up. And I remember that one shot where I saw 45 screens rolling against the wall, like a 200 foot wall people crowded around it and the hue from the lights because of all the dust that was getting kicked up. And I was like, this is, this is something special. I feel like yeah. I'm there. You, yeah, you paint, real, you paint cool. quite the picture. Well, thank you very much. So <laughs> it's, it's all, did so many people like, see that and like, were, got so excited about it that like every yes. else, everyone else wanted to join. And this is like basically what, what popped it all off. 
Yeah, there were, it, it's funny. It's like nothing has ever truly popped off. It's not like, like I said, I'm not sitting in a mansion and I'm like uh, balling. They're just, it's just enough incentive to continue doing dope things. So what happened from that experience was there was, you know, once again, through hashtags and social media, mm-hmm. um, this is really creepy how it worked out. I had a friend who approached me and goes, hey, I know somebody at an art gallery that, you know, that I, I think I want to introduce you to. I think we could do stuff over. Simultaneously, while that was happening, the people who are running the social media for the, that in particular art gallery found me. And before you know it, I'm having a meeting at an art gallery. They're talking about doing, um, you know, putting me up for like, I want to say a 30 day period with a bunch of choice pieces. And then I said, well, why don't we just do a really, really long run? And I ended up being at that art gallery for like a little under a year and a half. And that, so from 2017 to 2018, um, I was part of a New York city art gallery. And I think we, we did a weekly Tuesday event there. So that was, I want to say about 50 of those. And then we did a monthly party. I did about 12 monthly weekend parties there. So probably 62 to 64 events I hosted in a year and a half. Some of them were really incredible where we had 700 people roll through. Some of them were small where it was like 10 people there. And I, you know, working a full-time job, driving out there, setting everything up, getting back home at four in the morning, getting off to work at six. Oh my goodness. Yes. You were the the definition right now of like a grinder entrepreneur filling all those hours outside of your already full-time job. Yeah. I mean, you made it though. I don't know yeah. how you survived, but you made it. Congratulations. I'm, I'm still doing it. I think it's just muscle memory at this point. I, I just so everyone knows I am a elevator technician, so I don't have like the easiest days physically. You know, I'm mm-hmm. my 40, my 40 to 60 hours in that a week. Cause I, we do overtime. It's, it's, it's physically demanding. It's mentally challenging. I'm a troubleshooter. Uh, you know, I could just be happy with that. Right. I could be like, wow, I really given the world all that I really owe it this week. I, I don't want to be that person. I, I want to have some passion in my life too. You know, it, you have to, you have to really follow your passion. I mean, at this point, how are you not sick of video games? <laughs> like it's, it well, sounds like it's been seven days a week, 24 seven for 20 years. It, it has been, it's, it just changes. Right. So I get an emotional high now living vicariously through others. Mm. Right. Others like falling the, in love with video games at different stages of their life. It, it, there is something so profound when you, all right. So I remember I was in the South Bronx one day, you know, and the, the reason why I was able to do all these things is that, you know, I took advantage of my situation, my circumstances, right? I'm an elevator technician with a route. I'm going through it throughout New York city all day long, 300 days a year. Right. So I remember I took this old uh, Coleco console that um, it was out when the Atari, it was out and I put it, I was going to take a, just a still picture in front of a bodega in the Bronx. It just had a great, great setting. And all of a sudden some guy walked right past me, turned around and goes, Oh fuck, I had that. And then before you know it, it turned into a video of this guy just going, this was the best console ever. Like, you know, how do you not get some emotional high out of that experience when you have a tall stranger freaking out in front of you, yeah. you know, right. You know, a random experience. Like 
So yeah, that's that's how I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna be sick of it. Wow. Last night at the pool, I was at the pool hall last night, and um, there's a there's a family that comes in and they got they got four kids, and uh, they always want to go play the video games. I never charge the kids for the video games and just set it up for them. And uh, they're like, oh yeah, you mind if we play PS4? When are you getting PS5 in? I said, you know, guys, you never pay for these video games when you come here. I said, so tonight I'm gonna tell you what you're gonna play. And they, and they go, yeah. I said, yeah. And I mean, we're talking to kids seven, 10, and 14 years old, right? I go, you're going to play Sega Genesis tonight. And they're yeah, like, yeah, you oh, are. <laughs> I believe, I believe the one, I believe the 10 year old said something. I don't know if he said shit, that shit's whack, or he just said that's whack. And then the other seven year old goes, what's that? And the 14 year old just rolled his eyes. And I said, no, I got control of this place. I own it. We're playing Streets of Rage too. He goes, well, what's that? I go, it's called a beat em up. I said, we weren't that smart in the 90s. So our games were pretty simple. <laughs> so, he's, you know, so before you know, I'm sitting with kids last night. I'm playing Streets of Rage with them and they had a blast. Yeah, you're actually wearing the shirt of one yes. of my favorite video games growing up. So if like, if we, if we could just get into that punch out shirt, yeah. because it, it's just amazing. Like, is that also your favorite? Like, tell me how that came to life. Um, this is literally my favorite. Um, so if I had to sell my entire collection, get rid of it. The only thing I'd keep is my copy of Mike Tyson's punch out. Um, I knew that this, I knew that this game was going to be special throughout my life. And two years ago, it became exactly what I knew it would be. My father is an Xboxer, um, tough street guy from the Bronx. You know, he didn't, he didn't do video games. You know, this guy is a serious guy, but in, when I was a kid, this was the only game, you know, we played together. In fact, I remember nights where I'd be passed out on the couch in our basement, you know, and my old man would still be sitting there playing the game. Never touched a video game after that. You know, and I, you know, I lost my father two years ago. And, oh, you know, it, you, know I, you know, unfortunately, it's life, you know, and I know, I know the way he would look at it. He would tell me that's the way it's supposed to happen, kid. Right. You know, he was, he, he installed in me a lot, you know. You know, but I miss them every day. You know what I mean? And that's, I think that's a natural experience for a lot of people. It's really hard when you lose a parent. But, you know, every time I walk downstairs and I see that little cartridge hanging on the wall, it's framed, that $40 game, you know, that, that thing that, you know, that thing that, that has like minimal value there, that, that's, that's the only thing I care about. Yeah. And that's a game where it like only had, I think, four buttons. No, it was two. It's even <laughs> two. worse than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The original was two. was two and then the other two. one was four. Was now there's like a, like eight of them or 10. Cause then the ones behind and then the triggers, like admittedly, I, times, um, I had mm-hmm. the pleasure to go to breaker billiards and play some of these older video games and like nostalgia to the max. I just wanted to play Mario Kart. I loved mega man. Um, punch out was one of my favorite games. I'm not going to lie. I, I know that Kambali, you know, yes. does customized gear. I, I know that's a one of one and it's, it's breaking yeah. my heart a little bit right now. <laughs> I, I, um, just so I, just for the sake of you guys don't have to see how fat my ass really got in COVID. I'm not going to turn around and show you, but I have, a, so Kimbali made this shirt and I love it. So I'm going to stand up real quick and show you. Oh, oh we get the, so, uh, we get the oh, we get, 360. Oh damn. Oh, now you know I was wearing pants. That sucks. Oh, <laughs> there oh, goes punch the out, There's a belt on belt. it. It's a belt. Oh, I love get it. out. And then okay. on the back, and on the back, he wrote every character, you know, out on on the back. I love this shirt. I feel like it should be in a frame, not on this body. It deserves a much better body. <laughs> you were made to wear that shirt, and I'm not gonna lie. Like in my head, I was like over under sixty percent that he's wearing pants. 
Yeah, it was the over. <laughs> the over was under. Trust me. Oh, <laughs> we won that one. Um, well, I feel like the happiness and and the joy that you get out of what you do is just exuding, right? Like it's yeah. it's obvious that it can be felt through your story, everything that's going on. Um, so someone watching this, you know, whether it be a different passion, you know, but they want to get to this place that you're at, right? You know, you you do something for joy. It's luckily turned into a business. What, what is the blueprint for that? Like, what is your advice for those watching? Go, I, I want to do that. Um, I'm going to bring up ConflictsCon 2019. And, and then maybe you guys could understand what it really takes. You have to completely give yourself to something. Right? Like, I, I'm a firm believer that you have to really, if you really want, want to, to see where you're going to go, you, you, you got to run until your legs are burning. Right. I know you know that your own personal discipline and what you loved in life. There was no way in hell you were going to achieve what you achieved professionally if you didn't destroy your body to do it and and your mind too. Um, still feeling it. Right still now. feeling it. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. You look great, but I know you need to. Yeah, yeah I'm not a spring so chicken good. anymore. Yeah, as long I, was as I still say, look good, though. You, know? you look young as hell, but I'm sure those joints don't feel it. You know? So when I, I, end up doing uh, an installation for Mountain Dew at ComplexCon 2019 November, which should have been like the apex of what I have done because that was just unbelievable. I had to spend two months figuring out what it was I was doing while working with others, how I was going to get the equipment to Long, you know, to, to LA and then to Long Beach, California, because I'm in New Jersey. And when I landed, I had six days where I had to pick up a box truck, pick up arcade machines through my connections that I set up, you know, finding vintage televisions on site, unpacking all the video games that I had shipped over. And I ended up being six days, 18 hours long. On the seventh day, I flew out. Right? Like, I, I wanted to die. <laughs> and you know, you know what the best part of it was? When I finished... When a half an hour to go before the doors were going to open and everything you did was perfect and you conquered all, all those things and, and all those problems that came up because not never goes smooth and you'd stand in the corner and you are sweating, you are filthy, you are disgusting. No one knows who the hell you are. You've got people walking in and out, enjoying what you're doing and you're just quietly there just observing and, those, and that makes everything worth it. Everything you do. It sounds like in order yeah. to get everything, you got to be able to give everything. Everything. It must have been on E. Yeah. Six six days, yeah. 18 hour days. I'm not, no exaggeration. We we do, we do have a friend, common friend you could ask that, you know, was a big part of that, you know, making that happen. And, and that was and, one, uh, one event out of all the one, events that you talked about. One event, one event. Yeah. You know, That's it, what it takes. Everyone that yeah. wants to grow up owning a business, playing video games, uh, <laughs> give everything. Well, you know, it, it could be a restaurant, you know, yep. it, you know, it, it could be, you know, it could be uh, an elevator company, mm -hmm. you know, no, you can never call out sick. You're the last line of defense, you know, and if you're, if you're an entrepreneur, like, you know, with, with the pool hall, for example, you know, no one has to tell me to go disinfect and clean those tables during a pandemic. You know what I mean? At three in the morning, I'm going to do it. It doesn't matter how I feel, you know, and, and I'm nothing special. I'm just like, all the other millions of people out there in the world that get up every day and grind it out. You know, but you, yeah, you just got, you got to be willing to drive past a lot of pain and lack of sleep and handle stress. 
right? And realize that nothing's going to go You're still smooth. looking good at it too. Like, I feel like that hat is signature on you. You know, every I time know. I, I see you, wait. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, wardrobe no. change. I got to admit, I kind of like that. Set. Wait, wait. Okay, that's three. This was go back fire, to but, two. Go but, back. but I want to. I wanted to go back to classic. Oh. I mean, it's near, but it's a two. No, go to two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Two, two, two. Because I got to ask you a, uh, some serious questions now, and two. I'd like the hat to be number two right there because I'm looking. Okay. Okay, you ready? Before I'm going to give you a little chance at the end to like plug yourself and everything you're involved in. But okay, PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Nintendo or Sega? That's a good one. Nintendo was the childhood experience. Eh, 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 eh. Nintendo or Nintendo. Sega? Nin- Nintendo. It's got to be Nintendo. All right, Nintendo. Fair enough. Tacos or burritos? <laughs> Both. You can't get that out of me. Tacos or burritos? Who the hell do you think you are asking that question? I, I get I, both. I, listen, <laughs> this, I'm here to ask the tough questions. Okay. All right. Fine. I'm going hardcore authentic. It's got to be tacos. All right. All right. All right. Tequila or whiskey? Whiskey. That's easy. That's easy. I can literally got a handle. I was. I, I think. <laughs> I think we could tell by the black label, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Sonic or Zelda? Sonic. Mario or Luigi? I mean, I resemble Mario, so I'm going to go with Mario. We That's got perfect because yeah. my favorite's Luigi. Yeah, it makes sense. You you love what you are. <laughs> uh, I'll be the tall one. You be Mario, who's who's oh. uh, player one. Oh. Cool story real quick, just as please, the story in a gaming. Um, real quick, Mario, by the way, was based off a um, owner of a factory that, that Nintendo was renting in New York City. FYI. Thank it you out for there. that. Yeah, See, little, this is why we do this. The little tidbits to take away. Just throwing it out there. Little geek, little geek culture. I appreciate that. Um, all right. So uh, I want everyone who's listening to get a chance to follow you. So like plug yourself, uh, plug your spot where everyone can go to play the video games at billiards. Just like this is your chance. Give all those shout outs so people can continue to be okay, like, I um, want to follow this guy. All right. Um, you know, well, well, let's just, if you do just DM me and let's talk because that's where it's really at. Um, goes down. In right, the DMs. Goes, yes. Um, uh, my page is J Bam official and it's just J A Y B A A M official. And my pool is in Clifton, New Jersey on route 46 It's called breaker billiards. And the page for breaker billiards is that simple as well as breaker billiards. Keep things simple. You know, um, the other thing that will be coming up that, cause in 2019 we were going to launch, but thanks to the pandemic, you know, I kind of put things on hold, but I will be starting some pages up and you'll start to see a company called game stellations where we can go out and handle anything from, from literally comic con you know, all the way down to like, you know, throwing something at an event at a small little place for you guys where we do video game installations and we can do this massive retrospective of gaming and throughout its entire history. So that's coming like soon. You're going to be having more 18 hour days. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to sleep when I'm dead. That's, that's really what, and what was that called again? That that's one that's called, coming. So the company, the company is game stations. It just, game stations. we were game stations. We're being cute about it. Um, and it, it was going to really get a hard launch, like right after Com- a complex con, because that was it. That was, we start, we did that under game installation mm-hmm. and uh, it's a shame that obviously the pandemic put a kibosh on some things, but that's no, common. that's great. Yeah. We're like basically countrywide. Everyone can look out for game installations. And if yeah. you're local, uh, you know, the Northeast area, then you can directly go support and check out breaker billiards. Of course, if you're loving all the gear that's in this shot, that's at Kambali. Um, so that's something you can also check out. You're not going to be able to get that. that that's yeah. a one of one. You can try something close, 
whatever you want to order in. But um, I really want to thank you so much for the time and sharing thank the story. You. Very inspirational. I learned something new about you every time we sit down and I love it. Thank you for the positivity. But that yeah. is Jay. This is your girl, Switz. Thank you so much for tuning in and keep it locked because we have a lot of episodes coming on the Kimbali podcast. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the Kambali podcast on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Kambali Podcast. Kambali gear can be purchased at www.kambali.com. That's K-E-M-B-A-L-I-I.com. And you can stay up to date on merch drops by following the Kambali brand on IG at Kambali underscore. New podcast episodes drop every Monday at 7 a.m. See you next week on the Kimbali Podcast.